0: Come on, let's give the Lord praise. Come on, let's give Jesus praise. Come on, let's give Jesus praise. 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 praise. Come on, he's the champion. Give him praise. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless your name. I want you to do something. Bible states in the book of Joshua that after Moses died and everything was messed up. Everything was messed up. People were crying and carrying on and the Holy Spirit spoke to Joshua and said, get up and go forward. I want you to take a step forward. Just take a step forward. Go back again. Take a step forward. And then go back again, and one more time, take a step forward. You've just entered into a new era of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. A new era of the Holy Spirit. Come on, give the Lord praise. You just entered a new era of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just just stand still for a second, come on. Just stand still for a second. want very quickly, those of you, you don't want to play with the Holy Spirit on this one. If the Lord moved on you to dig a ditch this morning with your offering and you were obedient to him, just stand in the middle. You were just faithful to do it. I'm not gonna go down the aisle and pray, but I, I want to speak this because um as Pastor Tiffany was speaking, she stands in the prophetic as well. Amen. Father, as you so ask me to do right now father right now this represents a ditch that was dug now lord i thank you for filling it with the waters of provision and a miraculous flow father if the mantle rest upon me lord father fill their lives abundantly this week lord may the heavens open over them as they obey your voice Father, Lord, we ask you now that you would send your angels before them to prosper their path. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for opening doors, opening doors, opening doors, opening doors, opening doors, all throughout their families, all throughout their families, their aunts and uncles, children, Lord, we thank you right now for doors opening, 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 and Lord, doors shedding, Lord, that have been opened to the enemy because they obeyed your servant's voice. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Do it now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Come on, give the Lord praise. Amen. Amen. Stay with that. That that is good. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We welcome your Holy Spirit. We walk into this new era of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you for this new era of the Holy Spirit you're causing us to walk into, Lord. That you have actually, Lord, even spoken over this city, a new era of the Holy Spirit flowing in this land. Lord, we thank you for the new era, the new era of the holy ghost and where the holy spirit is there is the miraculous flow wherever the holy spirit is there is gracious new beginnings wherever the holy spirit is there is healings there is miracles wherever the holy spirit is there is signs and wonders wherever the holy spirit is there are breakthroughs breakthroughs wherever the holy spirit is there are souls coming into the kingdom wherever the spirit of the lord is wherever the spirit of the lord is There is liberty, 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 even in our midst. There is liberty, liberty, liberty in our midst. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this new move of your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give Him praise one more time. Give Jesus praise. Give Jesus praise. I think we we need to say the name of Jesus more. Come on, say, Jesus. Come on, say, Jesus. We praise you. We adore you. Amen. Give the Lord praise one more time. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I have a couple of things to say to you this morning. Uh, Bishop Johnson, Lady Carolyn, they heard from the Lord. They uh, guided me in the topic. We're going to address this morning, and we're going to flow out of that because I believe a river is in that. Some of you have been digging ditches for years. Some of you have been digging ditches for years in intercession. Some of you have been digging ditches for years in offerings. Some of you have been digging ditches for years, and now this city is full of ditches. This city, Metro Atlanta, is full of ditches. Amen. And the ditches have been dug because the Lord is going to fill those ditches with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, anyway, the Lord, I I wrote this question. The reason why some of you are not able to sleep, especially this last week, some of you have been having trouble sleeping. Uh, one of the reasons it's happening right now because the Lord is calling his people he's calling his intercessors to a whole new level of prayer prayer regarding the nations there is something happening in the third heavens there's something in, in the second heavens regarding the nations there I mean I'm, we ain't talking about little small demons we're talking about war rulers there's a conflict in the heavens right now. And that is why in certain places of the earth, war could break out in any moment. And what's happening right now, the Lord is asking his church, he's mobilizing an army all over the world to pray for the nations, to pray for the nations, to pray for a divine intervention among the nations to stay the hand of the enemy regarding world wars. The Lord is calling his people to pray and intercede on the eve, on the eve of breakthrough, on the eve of the era of the Holy Spirit. Though darkness fills the earth and threats Occur, The Lord says that he's going to cause his spirit to shine brightly as a blazing torch. But also I'm calling my people to begin to seek my face and pray and call upon my name. And as you begin to do it, I will mark new boundaries for nations and I will topple nations that have have existed in their own strength to defy me. I will do a work in the earth. And even as my Moses servant, Spoke and tried to cover for those who were divisive. And as he stood speaking, he said to Aaron, go get the censers. And it was at that point, the ground began to open up and swallowed up those who were divisive among him. You're going to begin to see the Lord move in a different way among the nations and the nations are going to become a top issue in our prayers and we're going to see the nations of the Lord flow into the house of God but in a way as I looked up in the presence of the Lord last night I saw what looked like the beginning of twisters or tornadoes but they were not real tornadoes they were they were they they were not fully formed but they were like tornadoes of light in certain regions of metro Atlanta but in actuality they were vortexes of the manifest presence of God developing yet hanging in the balance based on the response of the body of Christ and certain errors responding to the call of the Holy Spirit I saw these vortexes forming because of the intercession because of the prayers of the saints i saw it happening i have uh i saw it downtown atlanta georgia among the au center five points region down browcliffe road up to cdc i don't know how it looks if you mark it out but there was a vortex there i saw a vortex forming in Peachtree city i saw several vortexes forming in gwinnett county and then i saw something very unusual um uh what what's the on 285 after you pass Boulder Crest what's the next exit now going north flat shoals that's it and i saw from flat shoals i saw from flat from 285 at from the flat shoals exit going towards boring road and past boring road i saw a vortex form there that went from there all the way up I-20, even up to Stonecrest. There's something that God wants to do in those regions and areas that will blanket this city with revival. I heard these words, determining factors for these regions would be their response to me in creating a revival culture that sustains revival, that holds and trains diversities of conversions, that would be stunning to all. What looks like a mess, the Holy Spirit will clearly define this order. Because of what he desires to do will clash with religious mindsets. Even some of the young and the old will shake their heads, but as a move of God shook the region of Corinth, and the region of Cane Ridge. I will do the same here. I will rebirth this territory as I intended many years ago. The fullness of time is at hand. Greater work shall you do because my presence will invade every entry point in major industries in this region. Even during Zoom presentations, I will heal and release the miraculous. I will use the medium of the, I will use the medium of the media as my platform for this awakening. I will launch creatives who are overflowing with my spirit, who will change the landscape of the social media for the extension of my kingdom. I'm going to use what appears to be the tools of the enemy. I will use to spread the gospel of my kingdom, healing, miracles, deliverances, signs, and wonders. What happens in this region of the Holy spirit will be seen all over the world as a witness of my kingdom. I'm targeting households. I have my eyes fixed upon families. I'm targeting those who have an orphan spirit because they have not known the love of my father. I I will use plays. I will use programs, even like the shite to reach the masses. I will use plays and sitcoms to blast my harvest out of the concrete of opposing worldviews. And my rhema words shall be released like penetrating arrows Through songs and music of their kind And they will respond in brokenness My spirit shall fall upon them As my spirit fell As Peter began to speak in Acts 10 Read the book of Acts And envision the same magnitude of my spirit And more in your regions And they will say, come and see They will say, come and see What Jesus is doing in our midst My eyes are going to and fro Among this land Seeking where I can establish beach heads in the south for a move of my spirit that will sweep over the nations come on give the lord praise amen come on give the lord if give if give the lord praise amen lord we bless your name 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 hallelujah hallelujah I don't even know how that looked like, how it looks for God to blast out of the country of opposing worldviews. He's going to use the arts to do it. He's going to use plays. He's going to use sitcoms. He's going to use the arts. He's going to use film. He's going to use the medium of the media to do it. Amen. Come on. Praise God. This is why we call this the era of the Holy Spirit. We have not gone this way before. But God is about to do, I mean, stuff we've never seen before. And some of you will say, I've never done this before. And and the Lord says, that's right, that's right, that's right. I've hidden this in my back pocket. I've hidden this in my back pocket. You won't be able to guess where I'm taking you because where I'm taking you will be an abundance of the harvest. Amen. The Lord has a heart for the harvest. He has a heart for people. He has a heart for people. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. We had a great time yesterday um, bowling. I want to tell you something. My heart was, you know what? I couldn't bowl because um, I had to deal with the business portion of our gathering. There were things I didn't, but we handled it. But But what was great were the people who were invited, who brought guests. And man, I knew our guests felt like they were in heaven. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm gonna tell you something. Watching Rod, Rod, um, a bowl, and, and then uh, I think he was the high point man, praise God. And then I'm thinking about uh, Denise. Everybody was, I don't know why everybody was coming against Denise. Um, yeah, Denise, yeah, she, she had some high points up there. But anyway, it was just a great time. But more than that, the guests, they were blessed. We just had a great time. The whole atmosphere of the place was nice, very conducive for families. Man, I was envisioning, man, man, being able to take over the whole bowling alley, amen. And we bring, we bring, and we take it over and bring people, amen, from all over the city. Man, it was just great. And uh so thankful for those of you who participated. But I believe this is part of what God is doing at Metro City Church, amen. He wants to do it among the men's network. He wants to do it among the women's network. He wants to do it in all five networks, among the singles network. God wants to do something. It's by his spirit. It's by the Holy Spirit. So it's from this standpoint we share. In Philippians 1:19 it says, Paul said, I will continue to rejoice because I know the lavish supply of the spirit and your intercession for me will bring about my deliverance. Paul said it will take it will take the supply of the holy spirit and intercession to bring about his deliverance. And I believe that it will take the supply of the holy spirit and 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 intercession for us to see this thing break open. That's found in Philippians 1:19. John the Baptist was the forerunner for Jesus. He was sent to prepare the way for the people's heart. John the Baptist told the crowds, Indeed, I baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that comes after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire and fire. And there are times in the baptism of the Holy Spirit when the fire of the Holy Spirit comes and God burns out things that have been, been long standing in your life. I believe even this morning there's going to be a release of the Holy Spirit for those of you who come to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit... Baptize those of us who are in Christ, the Holy Spirit baptized you into Christ in your new birth. You were placed in Christ, and Christ indwells your spirit. And out of his indwelling your spirit through the Holy Spirit, you emerge as a new creature, a new creation. Now, this word, praise God. I needed another hole in my belt. But, amen. Okay. The word baptize, it actually means see, Jesus said he would baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Now, what does this word baptism mean? Baptism means to be fully emerged. Originally, it meant to dip. And dye. It describes a process of dipping a piece of cloth or garment into a vat of color to dye it. And leaving that clothing or garment in long enough for the material to soak up the new color. And then full and then pull the garment out of the dye with a permanently changed outward. That's what happens in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus baptizes you in the Holy Spirit, he emerges you deeply in his spirit. He allows you to become so saturated in him that you are infused with his power to live a spirit-filled life to reach others and to live victoriously. In the book of Matthew... (laughs) The third chapter, the 13th verse, Jesus said, and the scripture says, "Lo, the heavens were opened to him and he saw, and they saw the spirit of God descending like a dove, lighting upon Jesus as he was baptized. It's interesting in the book of Luke, it says, as Jesus was being baptized, he was praying and the heavens began to open. Lord, have mercy. And then the Holy Spirit came down upon Jesus. We see the Son of God, Lord have mercy, being baptized. We see the Holy Spirit descending upon him. And we hear the Father saying, this is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. We see a display of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Come on, saints. Come on, saints. And when the, word, when the scripture says, lo, it actually means they were amazed because they, they saw a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came down gently like a dove upon Jesus. And you would say, well, why would Jesus need the Holy Spirit since he is the Son of God? But Jesus needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit because he divested himself of his God attributes. He did not cease to be God, but for the sake of dying in our place, for the sake of becoming the sin offering, he, he literally... the. The scripture says, thou hast prepared a body for me. Jesus came down and was clothed in humanity. Amen. So that he could redeem you and I. And because he walked as a man among us, he became an example of what you and I should be, should receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So that he could function. He needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So that he could preach. He needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So that he could preach. He needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So that he could move in the miraculous. He needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So that he could move in power. He was the prototype. The example for you and I. Of what our lives should be like. The gift. Of the Holy Spirit. And after being filled with the Holy Spirit, the scripture says Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil for 40 days, 40 nights. He fasted and prayed, man. And and the devil came down to him. He, He waited till he was weak. Now, don't forget this. He had been filled with the Holy Ghost. But he was weak in his body. He was so weak. I hear you. I feel you. I, f- I feel Monique saying, get back up here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Online audience, you know we have fun here. Amen. Well, i trying to remember my thought here. Yes, Jesus was weak. And the scripture says the devil came. But you got to get this. The scripture says, and the Holy Spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness. He drove him into the wilderness. And he went into the wilderness. And as Jesus became tired and weak, my God, my God, the devil came out. I said, hey, I'm your man. <laughs> and he, looked, he said, you know, Jesus, if you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. Now, you got to figure out, Jesus was hungry. Yeah. And he looked at them stones, and them stones probably looked like big pieces of bread. <laughs> And Jesus turned around and said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Lord have mercy. And then he went through two two more temptations. I thought the last one was just mind blowing when he says, okay, I tell you what, I will give you all the kingdoms, I would give no the other one. I have to say the other one. He said, "I tell you what, if you are the son of God, you just jump off this mountain. You jump, just jump off this mountain." And man, it was a real temptation for Jesus. And um, and so what happened? Jesus did not jump down, but he says, "You shouldn't tempt the Lord thy God." And then the, th- the third temptation. He said, notice the enemy is using this temptation, if you are the Son of God, if you are the Son of God, if you are the Son of God. Now, you know, all, all the kingdoms of this world has been given unto me. If you will just bow down and worship me, all that was given to me, I give to you, Lord Jesus. The devil was trying to offer Jesus a shortcut. The devil was trying to offer Jesus a shortcut. Not only that, but the same temptation, Adam and Eve. The devil literally tried to give, tried to, he tempted Eve by offering her something that she already had. Lord have mercy. And Jesus was faced with the same temptation and Jesus turned around and said, you should worship the Lord thy God only. And then the scripture says, and the devil fleed. He fleed, he just, he left. For a more opportune time, which lets us know the enemy of our soul, he looks for opportune times. He looks for times when we're weak. He looks for times when we're indecisive. He looks for times when we're discouraged. He looks for times when we've been betrayed. He looks for those times to come and attack us. And then after Jesus had gone through that temptation, I love this. Bishop Johnson preached this one time. After Jesus went through the temptation, the angels of God ministered to him. And I really do believe this after you and I go through temptation. And when you stand the heat, the fire of temptation, where your decision making is all messed up. But you make the decision to follow Jesus. I believe when you're so tired and you want to give up, but you stand in the midst of that temptation, I believe what happens then, the angels of God are sent to minister you. Amen. You are ministered. And not only that, not only that, because you passed the test, you are promoted. Because the scripture says that after Jesus, after Jesus went through that temptation in the wilderness, he returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. He returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God was invading. It was invading this world. His kingdom was invading this world. The demons began to scream. The demons began to scream as he walked. And as he spoke to people, they were healed. The Bible says the presence of healing was flowing from Jesus. Lord, have mercy. And when Jesus, and when the power that flowed from Jesus was the same thing the Lord releases through us, after we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I believe, I believe that because our expectations are not there, we don't walk in all that we're supposed to walk in. Because the scripture says Jesus was anointed after he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and he moved and power. Some, some of y'all don't understand this his the kingdom that rules over all things invaded this world. Lord Jesus was anointed to preach the gospel. That's, this happened after the baptism of the holy spirit. He was anointed with the ability to witness. We say preach, but today we can say witness. To other people. We were anointed. He was anointed to heal the brokenhearted. People who have been crushed and oppressed by others. Those who've been filled with, who have been literally smashed to pieces by life or relationships. Jesus was anointed with to heal the brokenhearted. He was anointed to preach deliverance to the captives. Those who were bound by devils and demons and oppressed by the enemy. Jesus was anointed to do that. He received an anointing for the recovery of sight to the blind. Those who were spiritually blind who couldn't see Christ. And then he received an anointing to set a Those who were bruised When you and I receive The baptism of the Holy Spirit We receive that same anointing But because we don't have an expectation Inside of us We don't walk in it Like we should After Jesus' resurrection Jesus said to his disciples Peace I, I, sometimes, I, I don't know, I, I, I wonder how it was after Jesus' resurrection. Lord, have mercy. I wonder what happened in that tomb with his body laying there. The scripture says that he was raised from the dead by the spirit of holiness. The reason why he sent the spirit of holiness was because the only reason you should die is because of sin. But Jesus had not sinned. So the spirit of holiness raised him. Man, I wonder how, I, I think it, light was coming in there, man, and, and probably, man, thunder and, 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 and lightning, fire and everything. I mean, literally, everything on earth in the whole universe changed when Jesus Christ was risen from the dead. And Jesus said to his disciples, peace to you. He told them, just as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. You got to hear that. Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. I want you to say that to the next person. Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, the Father is sending me. It's sending you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I messed that up. Praise God. And then after Jesus said that, the scripture says, then taking a big breath, he blew on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And at that moment, the Holy Spirit came to live inside of them. And they were born again because the scripture says, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit, this spirit of truth, he's with you, but he shall be in you. And it was after his resurrection, the scripture says he breathed on them. That word breathe means he inflated their spirits with his presence. Come on, saints. And before Jesus was taken up, before the father said, beam up. He gathered and said, Jesus said this so many times. He says, I will send my father's promise to you. Stay here in the city until you are endued with power from on high. That word endued me to be clothed in the Holy Ghost the river of God that flows. There's a river, once you give your life to Christ, there's a river flowing inside of you. But when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, that river flows out of your mouth and covers you, Lord Jesus. In Acts, the first chapter, the fourth and fifth verse, again, Jesus commands them. The reason why I'm emphasizing this Jesus commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem until they were baptized by the Holy Spirit. Jesus was, he put an emphasis on being filled with the Holy Spirit. He placed a priority on being baptized in the Holy Ghost. He placed a priority. He said, I don't want you trying to do ministry and you haven't received power. Because what what I'm calling you to do, it requires what? Power. You need what? Power. And when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you receive what? Power. Lord, have mercy. In order to move forward, we need what? Power. Power. In Acts, the first chapter, the eighth verse, Jesus said, but I promise you, this Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be filled with power and you shall be my messengers, my witnesses to Jerusalem. Throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest parts of the earth. Jesus actually said when you receive the power or the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you will immediately be sent to Jerusalem, which is your surroundings. You will be sent to Samaria, which represents, you will be sent to other races, other cultures of people you will be sent to the uttermost parts of the earth, which represents other nations. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is not for you and I to speak in tongues to each other, but it's for power. And the power is for you and I to advance his kingdom. Some of you are scared of the devil, but the devil is scared of you, embracing what I'm saying here today. Because once you have on your superpower, come on, Saints. Lord, have mercy. I'm talking about a superpower that doesn't have a kryptonite. Come on, Saints. I'm talking about a superpower that causes demons to flee. I'm trying to say it in every kind of way so that you can understand it. His presence is so heavy right now. I want those of you this morning, yes Lord, you know, you need, you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you won't to be clothed with his power. I remember, I remember when the power of the Holy Spirit came in my life, everything about me changed, everything about me changed, everything about my life changed. There was a new energy, there was a new drive, there was a new dynamic, there was a whole new level of intelligence. There was a whole new level of clarity. There was a boldness that came in my life. And I want to tell you something. I hadn't read books then, but I just simply believed that if I prayed for people, they would get healed. And and, and right after I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit operated. It was only after I started reading books that the books told me that that wasn't supposed to happen. Not like that. That's what the books said. I remember I began to immediately prophesy after receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that's supposed to happen to everybody when they receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You should flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for you to reach the masses. God would never send us out to a harvest and not equip us. He he wouldn't send us to a harvest, but once his power comes on you, it is for the harvest. And I remember after receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I received a refilling of the Holy Spirit. And I remember when I received the refilling of the Holy Spirit. And when you read the book of Acts, they received refillings of the Holy Spirit. And when I received the refilling of the Holy Spirit in the AU Center, I remember. I remember that summer, the Holy Spirit came so heavily on me, but I didn't understand the reason why power, a new anointing came. I understood when we came on that college, on college campus that spring, and I'm sitting down in my room, and and. And this man walks in my door. He's literally clothed from the bl- from, with black clothing from the top to the bottom. He opens my door, but my door doesn't open. And I'm laying there in my bed, and I'm in pain. I'm in fear. My room is cold. It seemed like my gums were squeezing my teeth. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, Rebuke him! And when I rebuked him, he left. And that very day, we walked out on the campus and began to pray for people who wanted to receive Christ. And the Holy Ghost came on them. And a move of God started on the campus. It was the Holy Ghost. I believe God wants to start a revolution on some of your jobs. I believe places that have closed them out. They cannot close the Holy Ghost out. They cannot close the Holy Spirit out. They may shut your mouth. They may say you cannot pray inside of the building, but you can pray at home. And when you walk in the building and you touch the people and the power falls on them, what can they do? It's time saints. It's time saints. This is the new era of the Holy Spirit. We saw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of students come to Christ, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and many of them are in ministry today. Oh, man. Those of you, I'm not going to belabor this altar call. Those of you who need, need to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I want you to come and stand over here. And then those of you who need to receive the refilling of the Holy Spirit, I want you, how can you know you need a refilling? You know, you you need a refilling of the Holy Spirit when you're unproductive, when you're spiritually leaking because unforgiveness and bitterness has been in your heart. When anytime you have unforgiveness and bitterness in your heart, you leak spiritually if you've been dealing with constant warfare, if your constant focus has been on the natural realm and you you don't have an ability to perceive his presence, you experience loss of what is not used. You used to move in the things of God, but because you don't use it no more, you lost it. Gifts and callings come without repentance. You didn't lose it, you you, you just don't use it. But the more you use what God gives you, Lord have mercy. He'll take it to another level. Sometimes you just gotta ask God, "Take, take me to another level. Another reason you know you need a spiritual refilling of the Holy Spirit. You're spiritually dry. Or you need a renewal of your purpose. Or you know that it's time for an update in your anointing. You know how you receive an update? The computer says an update. Now, you know, some of y'all don't get the update, and so you get all kind of viruses and stuff coming in because you haven't obeyed the update. Some of y'all haven't obeyed the update. It's interesting when you know that there's more for you. You know, when you, when you have lost your hunger for God. See, you can't eat and drink unless you hunger and thirst. You cannot eat and drink unless you hunger and thirst. It is your hunger that causes you to want more. Of God. In fact, I get scared when I've lost my hunger. And there have been times I've lost my hunger. There have been times when 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 I experienced experienced a loss of understanding of my purpose. And then you need to refill it when you know the Lord has spoken that he will do things in your life and you're not ministering at that level. So you need a refilling. You need a touch of the Holy Ghost. But those of you who have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I want you to come and stand here. Amen. And if you're trying to figure out What this is, that means you haven't experienced it. Amen. So if you would come over here, amen. Come on over here. You know you need to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Come right now. The baptism of the Holy Spirit over here. And the refilling over there. I know some of you are supposed to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit today. His presence is here. His presence is here. His presence is here, come Carla, help us. His presence is here. If Elder Neal is there, come on, Elder Neal, help us. His presence is here.